Almost Daily Devotional, speak truth to one another. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Almost Daily Devotional. A little bit more of the almost and a little bit less of the daily recently. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft, and this is a short little brief daily devotional that I do. And today we're going to be looking at Zechariah chapter 8, verse 16. Hey, everybody, I am so sorry. Please accept my humble apology and heartfelt apology for being away for so long, especially those of you who just signed up right as I released that last episode. Uh, There really is no excuse for it other than the fact that I will tell you that we took like a four-day trip to New York City and getting things all prepared for that the days leading up to that trip were, were quite hectic and you know, my time alone with God was not very much, uh, was not put off, but obviously I did not get around to coming down here and hitting the record button and processing the file and uploading it and releasing it to you. I do apologize, and I'm going to try to get better to being more of the daily and less of the almost, but we are what we are here, and, and I've shared with you that I'm trying to keep myself from from just beating myself up. There's no reason I need to beat myself up. God has been with me. I have been with God. And I hope and pray that you have been doing the same, that, that you have said, you know what, Cliff's not here today, but that's not going to keep me from uh, spending some time alone with God. So hopefully you've been able to keep up and I'm back. Here I am. I, it, it took me a couple of days to get caught up with some of the email that's, that's in. I'm still not completely down, but have a few to go. But anyway, th- that, that's what it is. We'll just move on, okay? Because if, if you want to hear about Cliff's Crazy Life, you can go check out that podcast I do called My Crazy Life at gspn.tv. You'll hear more there than, than you'll ever want to know. And let's get on with what we're here to discuss today, which is the concept of um, being honest with one another. This morning I opened up my devotional book and I was reading from Zechariah chapter 8 verse 16 and you know sometimes we think everything we need to know is pretty much in the New Testament. There that that has been a pervasive thought that that you know if you just read the New Testament you're going to have everything you need for life and living and and holiness and sometimes we discount the importance of the Old Testament in our lives and some of the some of the law some of the rituals, some of the, just some of the stories that are there. And, and of course, I'm not suggesting suggesting that everybody do, does that or, or that anybody has consciously said that or thought that. It's just a simple fact that in most of my experience in the years that I've been in ministry, that it seems like everything's pretty focused on studying the New Testament. And so um, Zechariah chapter 8, well, the book of Zechariah altogether is a is a book of the Bible that I'll be honest with you does not see the light of day, uh, in in well very much at all, uh, for the most part. But today Zechariah gets cracked open to chapter eight verse sixteen, and I want to read to you what it says, and I love it. I mean, it, there's a little nugget right in the middle of this verse, so let me go ahead and read it to you. These are the things you must do. I love that. It's like, okay, God, what do you want me to do? Have you ever heard somebody say, oh, what is God's will for my life? 
You know, I just wish God would give me some direction on which way to go. Well, here you go. I, it, it's very clear when a verse starts off with, these are the things you must do. All right? So here you go. What does it say next? It says, speak truth to one another. What render, and then it says, to render honest and peaceful judgments in your gates. But today I want to I just want to really focus and hone in on the first thing that it says we must do in Zechariah 8:16. Speak truth to one another. Now, Stephanie and I as parents decided something that's somewhat controversial comes up about once a year for us and we find ourselves defending our stance on on what we decided to do in this area as parents. What we decided early on, from the youngest age, from the, from the very first moment our children were old enough to even have a concept of who Santa Claus was, we told them the truth that Santa Claus does not exist. Uh, we, we told them that Santa Claus is not real, that he does not deliver toys to our homes. But we did explain to them the story of St. Nicholas about a, a man who gave gifts as dower, or, so that a, a father could give dowries for his wife or for his daughters to be married. Uh, we, we told them about the, the tradition of uh, in the stories handed down through time that explained how you know the, the name Santa Claus may have come from the Dutch the saying called Sinsta Claus, I believe is what it was. And we talked about how, you know, he would dress and how people would celebrate who St. Nicholas was through that, through that, um, you know, that, that tradition. And then we talked about how through commercials and, and advertising, how he got the big round belly and the jolly ho, 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 and all that stuff. So we tell them the whole story. We tell them the truth about who Santa Claus is. And we say to our children, you know, our children sometimes would say, Dad, do you mind if I, if I believe in Santa Claus? I said, if you want to pretend that there's a Santa Claus, that is absolutely fine. But if you ask me to tell you there is a Santa Claus, I will not do that. And, you know, that some parents had really given me and Stephanie a hard time regarding the stance. And, and it's not that we believe that, you know, we're going to ruin our children or we're going to lose the confidence of our children in our words and deeds if we have them, you know, if we coerce them into believing that there is a Santa Claus and it's go to bed or a Santa Claus isn't going to come. And I don't think that's really going to damage too much. But the but it does say here, these things you must do, speak truth to one another. And, you know, where, my question is, there are some things in life that just aren't black and white. I understand that. I get that. I accept that. I'm a black and white kind of person. I like to be on one extreme or the other. I admit that, that that is actually a fault of mine from time to time. But when it comes to telling the truth, being a truth teller, uh, not lying, not telling falsehoods. This is an area where I say, you know what? There, I, for me, I think this is a black and white issue. It says it doesn't say this is the thing you should do most of the time, or this is the thing that should characterize you. And it doesn't say this is the thing that you ought to do. It says these are the things you must do. Speak truth. To one another. In my devotional today, John McDowell was quoted, and it says here that John once said, We can teach our children that being honest 
protects protects from guilt and provides for a clear conscience. That that's one of the things. That's a whole another area of of telling the truth that I want to talk about. Is 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 the idea of being feeling guilty about telling a lie, even a small one. It's like, what have you done? How how much do you value that relationship that you would be willing to be dishonest with the person that that you're telling a lie to? You know, and then of course, you know, there's the whole clear conscious thing. Sometimes you lie and you just feel awful about it, and you know that you've lied. And maybe you lied because you've done something to against another and you're afraid of what they might think about what you've done against them or to their property or to their maybe you've said something awful. Maybe you didn't do something you promised you would do. So so you, you know, you let them down. And when they ask, you lie about it. Well, then all of a sudden your conscious is not only feeling so not only do you feel guilty for not living up to what you said you would do or or not only do you feel guilty for doing what something that you did against that person, but now you have to heap on top of that the fact that, oh, and now I've been dishonest. You know, it just helps to have a clear conscience and 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 to just feel good about things. And and you know what? Sure, it it takes a lot of courage to admit that you're wrong, to, that you've missed a deadline, that you've missed, that you did not fulfill a promise. It takes a lot of courage to say you've overcommitted, and I'm sorry, it, it was wrong of me to commit without you know properly looking. And I know that I've done this five times, but I I'm you know I I don't know what to tell you, but other than the fact that I was wrong again, you know it, you. Know, own up to the mistakes is what I need to do, and I just need to speak the truth. and And the truth is going to protect me from further guilt, and it's going to provide me with a clearer conscience. and And hopefully, you know, through this courage, we'll build some character in our lives, and this character will help us to not only tell the truth more often, but also to live up to those expectations and to, or to those commitments or not to make commitments that we shouldn't be making, that we shouldn't be committing to. And that way we won't have to be faced with this temptation to lie to others. I love what uh, Catherine Marshall is quoted to have said in our devotional today, and it said in my devotional today, saying the single most important element in any human relationship is honesty with oneself, with God, and with others. You know, it's really easy. It's really easy to not be honest with other people. But what's amazing to me is how many times when I'm not honest with myself. And the truth is, is how do you lie to yourself? But I have done it. And obviously, there's the lying to God, you know, or not being completely honest with God, being upfront. And and I think that those, you know, they, they kind of go hand in hand. It's just when you try to, you just, you just choose to ignore the truth and you don't acknowledge it before God. And, and God knows. I mean, who do we think we are that we can hide things from him? So anyway, I guess today I just want to say, for me, I am often tempted when I make a mistake when I don't want to take the time to explain something to my children that could take a lot of time when it's not quite convenient. It's very easy sometimes to just give in and be maybe slightly dishonest. Tell one of those little white lies. But Zechariah 8.16 says this. This is something you must do. Speak truth to one another. May God richly bless you today. 